This is Talking Sea, your weekly supply of the dark side. Not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. Everybody, my name is Josh Roach. I'm, I'm Josh Campbell. Oh. Damn it! Get it's it. The opposite can. of last week. Opposite of last week. Yeah, All we're right. both we're both waiting last week. I guess we decided to both dive right in. And I'm T. <laughs> and you're T. What's up, T? And today is Tuesday, September first, twenty twenty. And today in Star Wars history, you guys ready for this? Oh boy. Oh man, there's oh my goodness. There's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll through these because tell me if anything really jumps out because there was a September first is a whoo, it's a big day. So nineteen ninety four, Tales of the Jedi, Freed and Nad Uprising, number two, Initiates of the Sith was published, nineteen ninety five, Shadow Academy, ninety six, Young Jedi Knights, Jedi Under Siege, ninety seven, Star Wars Missions, Assault on Yevon Four. 97 junior jedi knights kenobi's blade Ooh, that was a that was a good one i remember that one 98 star wars cookbook wookie cookies and other galactic recipes also 98 vision of the future also 98 young jedi knights Wait, is that the is that the cookbook that has the blue blue milk in it i believe so and that was just like sprite or something 1998 <laughs> special edition fever uh Let's see, 99, Mara Jade by the Emperor's Hand, as well as Star Wars Manga, Return of the Jedi 3. 2005, we had The Last of the Jedi, Dark Warning. 2008, Star Wars Annual 2009. Uh, Also in 2009, uh, Rebel Force, Firefight 2009, A New Hope, The Life of Luke Skywalker. 2010, Star Wars Clone Wars, Hero of the Confederacy was published as well as Star Wars The Old Republic 3, Threat of Peace, Part 3. Star Wars The Old Republic 3, Threat of Peace, Part 3. Are these all comic books? Uh, most of them are comics. Uh, yeah. Star Wars The Complete Saga was published in 2011, 2013. Star Wars Jedi Academy was published 2015. Star Wars Pilot was reissued. Um, 2015, The Story of Darth Vader is reissued as well as in 2015, Star Wars The Original Trilogy Stories, a storybook collection was published. 2015, Lego Star Wars The Free Galaxy was published, as well as Star Wars Rebels The Complete Season 1 was released. And the quote of the day is, keep your distance, Chewie, but don't, you know, look like you're keeping your distance. That's a lot more stuff than last time. Yeah, Red Letter September 1st is a... Big day. Woo. Yeah. Still a lot of stuff I didn't give a shit about. But, <laughs> you know. I mean, if you don't read comic books, then almost none of that would have mattered. Right. Well, how has the last week been for you guys? Well, it was the week before, I guess. I'm going to see, uh, I'm driving three hours to see Tenet on IMAX Ooh. this weekend. Where are you I'm going? i to see that. I hope it's uh, Traverse City. That looks really good. 
Yeah. Hey. Hopefully it's worth the COVID, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I've been up to Traverse City pretty much every weekend for like the past month and a half, but I won't be up there this nice. week. <laughs> yeah. No, my family's got a cabin up that way. Hmm. Um, so I've always, I'm very familiar with Traverse City and Kalkaska and Torch Lake area. I'll be in the woods at Camp Mobetta. You should swing by and see us from a distance. T, you got any story? You got any Still stories you'd like to share? Besides my car being stolen while I was at my aunt's funeral? Ah, uh, no. Dang. Yeah, basically it was just stolen like two days after I left. Apparently. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. And his yep. neighbor, his neighbor, evidently watched the whole thing and neglected to call the police. Sounds like a good neighbor. I mean, so what, what did they hotwire it? What did? Uh, I'm assuming so. Did you, have, cause... did you have keys underneath the uh, the mirror thing that flips nope. down? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, is the the neighbor lady said that took like everything took about five to ten minutes. Wow, that's a fast hotwire. Yeah, it's pretty efficient. Yeah, didn't she say he like stood outside the car for a few minutes, just like was standing there? I guess she just watched him and then got in the car, was sitting in the car for a couple minutes, and then just drove off. Yeah, <laughs> I That's still approach. Yeah, she said the guy was average height, average build, in his twenties, with long, scraggly hair. I think she's in on it. Like, why would she just watch him without taking pictures? calling right? anybody like that's plus, such a weird detail plus what a description average height average build yeah in his yeah. 20s she is old wow okay yeah i don't know anything about her so i am not i'm not average height though i'm taller than most not average build i'm sexier than most <laughs> i don't have scraggly hair today the last time I saw you, you did. Well, she said long, straggly hair is what you told me, right? That'd be like if you dark robbed your own, if you like took your own car, because you got some dark, straggly hair. Yeah. I'll be honest, this guy sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of. It was Chad. Yeah, I would be nervous. If you were you? If I, I was me. <laughs> For you, Tuesday afternoon, broad daylight. Who? Yeah. Right, because this was mid-afternoon. Oh, oh, okay. That's when you do it, you know, because then people could watch you and they wouldn't even think twice about it, like your neighbor lady. Yeah, just uh, look like you know what you're doing, like you're supposed to be there, and people won't ask questions. Yeah. Just determine that you're authorized to make that turnaround because you're in the Riviera, right, Tim Q? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, oh. I don't know my neighbors very well, so if I saw somebody walking up to my neighbor's car and immediately driving away, I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, I guess. All right. I'm not very neighborly. Me neither. All right, guys, you ready to jump into some Star Wars news? Let's do it. Sure. The Sims 4 Star Wars Journey to Batu will take us to the galaxy's edge. So, in the uh, the new Sims game, I'm not actually sure if it's a game all in of itself or if it's... Uh, it's just an expansion pack or whatever that is. Okay. DLC. Okay. Is that it? 
That's yeah. a word now. Yep. Yeah. That's a thing. Downloadable content. content. Yeah. yeah. It is DLC. So, um, yeah, we're getting, uh, if you can't go to a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, go to Disney World. Evidently, you can go there uh, with the Sims now. So they said it's a faithful recreation of Batu, which is uh, the outpost uh, that Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be in, in Galaxy. And you can encounter legacy characters like Rey and Kylo Ren, um, Chewbacca, R2-D2, um, and the like. Also, Vimerati. Vimerati? I think it's... I think it's Vimerati is how they say it. She's a character that was made up essentially for Galaxy's Edge. Um, uh, she's played by a cast member at Disney. And there's also a couple of stories actually about her um, in canon now. You can pilot ships, go on missions, and of course, host dance parties. Yeah, if I was on The Sims, I would probably just have my Sims stand around drinking all the time. <laughs> well, that's hey. what I want to be doing. <laughs> Olga's Cantina. They said it's uh, the Olga's Cantina, just like at uh, Galaxy's Edge. So you could you could very well do that. Beautiful. Hopefully the prices are a little better. I was about to say, and you have to pay real money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your sim wants a drink. That'll be twelve fifty. Right. Send it straight to uh, Disney because they're all well, the profits they lost because of COVID. Yeah, is how they're yeah. uh, recouping. Well, it's par for the chorus with games these days. Just all the microtransactions. Yeah, true. Except for uh, Battle uh, Battlefront Two, man, they uh, fans laid the smackdown for the microtransactions on that. Good. And next up in news, guys, we got some big news. You remember uh, the Star Wars: The High Republic, which is what came of uh, Project Luminous. Um, which is the the story set 200 years before The Phantom Menace. It's been official officially released. Yoda is going to be in the High Republic. Um, so we got here some concept art from Ian McKaig. Uh, they felt like he was the go-to artist to help them start to explore this new look for Yoda. <laughs> they wanted to explore cheekbones for Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a slightly less wrinkled for some reason he just makes me and think he has much more it. of a chin like yet i thought it looked uncanny it's it's the chin because if you look at old yoda he still has cheekbones but his chin is very uh <sighs> some kind of a bite he has an overbite or an underbite or something but his chin's way back it's he just, definitely looks more human yeah hmm. what's it called when you're when your lower jaw is like way far back behind your top jaw. That's what, that's what old Yoda has. Yeah. He looks a bit like Samuel L. Jackson to me. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really like, yeah. <laughs> like Mace Windu just mated with a. Just green. <laughs> yeah. So it says yeah. that, uh, um, Yoda will feature prominently in Daniel Jose Older's Star Wars The High Republic's Adventure comic coming 2021 from IDW Publishing. And the Jedi Master that Older depicts in the series, uh, however, he won't be quite the same as the sage-like being we know. Interesting. Oh, yeah, definitely right there. Give him a purple lightsaber. <laughs> it, yeah, it that looks does, more Yoda. It does just 
kind of look like they mixed it with Sam Jackson, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it looks, yeah, it is. The it's literally right. just an That's... old picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> These are supposed to be official concept arts. Uh, so if you guys go to StarWars.com, you can find these uh, this official concept art of Yoda for Star Wars The High Republic, and it literally looks like they went into FaceApp, and they uh, they took Sam Jackson and Yoda, and they just morphed it together. Somebody probably got paid thousands of dollars for that. Yep. Let's see. Yoda with slightly less mileage in terms of wrinkles, as well as a fresh outfit. Note the previously established... High Republic lightsaber holster uh, and more layered tunics, the cloaks uh, reflecting the area or era area. This mission outfit with just tonal markings on the robe are inspired by the Jedi Temple architectural de- details. So you can, on his robe, he's got just some like a starburst marking kind of. You guys figure that's the same outer tunic that he's wearing in the original trilogy? And, uh, <laughs> Looks it, like it, yeah. Phantom Menace is just worn <laughs> down to nothing. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't see why they decide to make a big deal out of this art. I mean, it's it's fine, but it's literally just Samuel L. Jackson in green <laughs> and the exact same outfit we and lightsaber we've seen before. In uh, the second one, he says the, the temple attire for the golden age of the Jedi feels so right with its elegance. It's an important milestone okay. in the Star Wars timeline. Let me just say, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is lazy as fuck, y'all. <laughs> it's the golden age of the Jedi, so they're wearing gold. gold. <laughs> like, fucking <laughs> stupid. Oh. Do you think we are? Come on. I mean, I guess <laughs> they're flashier than the Jedi are. I mean... Man, the Jedi just look like hermits, right? So, so yeah. So, what happened in the two hundred years that you know they decided to just let people wear whatever they want? They got humbled, I guess. That, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Gender stereotypes came around. And they're like, "Oh, gold's gold's gay now. We have to brown it." Is yeah. They should. That's how society. They should give Yoda an earring in in one of his ears, just a golden earring. Well, you figure he's only seven, he's seven hundred years old at this point. So probably if we go back to like. <laughs> 500 you know 400 500 year old yoda he's probably got an earring he's probably rocking an earring and yeah just you guys know the shadowing on this picture makes it look like yoda has a soul patch (laughs) yoda should have a soul patch (laughs) oh so we're looking at the uh i mean he should have some kind of hair right like he has like doesn't it just look like he's shaving his head at this point like sam jackson Uh, yeah Yeah, because old Yoda like has hair, right? Not much, right. but yeah, it just looks like Yoda's just saving his head at this point. Strands. He should have a, like he should have a horseshoe, but he should have hair. This is when Yoda's shaving his head. You know, he started. Well, he probably ha- he probably has a horseshoe, but he shaves it. Yeah, he keeps it tight. Oh man, I, I think the coolest thing that came out of this release was they said that. Uh, Although Yoda is at this point a respected member of the Jedi Council, he is. Um, so he's already on the council. So he was yeah. on the council for at least two hundred years then. Yeah, they don't call him like the high, like the 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 ranking like master of the Jedi. Um, 
So he's not like top dog in the Jedi Order at this point, I guess. I thought only a couple council members were permanent. So did he, was he a council member during several different uh, tenures, perhaps? Probably. I don't know. Probably. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure if that's still canon. You can look that, you can look that up real quick if you want to. Because um, in Legends, yeah, there were four permanent Jedi council members. Yeah, that, and the that rest, sounds about right. And the rest kind of cycled in and out. Yeah, and, but if you were on, you know, if you were one of the, you cycled in and then cycled out, did some missions, and you live a thousand years. Yeah, I guess that, you might be. I don't in, see anything in the Jedi Constitution that says they can't come back. There are no term limits that I'm aware of. It, they said that uh, basically Yoda taught younger Jedi, which I think this is what this comic is going to be centering around. So um, basically it was. Uh, uh, how do you call this? Like he had younglings that weren't yet apprentices and he was training them as Jedi. What do you guys think? Would you rather be uh study abroad Jedi or uh, you want to stay at the temple? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The temple might be a little secluded, you know, a cloistered order where you don't really do anything other than talk to other people at the temple, which would get boring after a while. I would definitely study abroad. Yeah, yeah, get more real world experience. Real world, hands on approach. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Kenobi rumors via the Kessel Run transmission. Uh, this is uh, a YouTube channel and podcast that we've talked about before. They're affiliated with the MakingStarWars.net um, podcast network. So anything they put out, I have pretty great faith in. Um, what they're reporting this week is that the Kenobi series will feature flashbacks uh, between um, eight years after uh, Revenge of the Sith and the height of the Clone Wars. So we're going to be... Hasn't the Clone Wars already been done? Well, that's why they're flashbacks. How much more needs to be... Well, so will the flashbacks be like things we already know about? Potentially, or I mean, it could be like we didn't see every single moment of the Clone Wars, you know, and maybe they're yeah. just going to bring into live, you know, if they're going to center on some things, they might just recreate some Clone Wars moments with live action because it's they're reporting that Hayden Christensen is 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 going to be part of Kenobi, that Tamara Morrison is going to be part of Kenobi, um, and that uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, they probably just want flashbacks to bring Hayden Christensen back in because, like, you have the whole Clone Wars series. Like, how much of that era still needs to be explored through flashbacks or whatever else? I don't know. I mean, uh-huh. go ahead, T. Um, what I was going to say was that the Clone Wars basically followed mostly <coughs> Anakin and uh, Ahsoka. Right. Maybe we just get some flashback scenes of what Kenobi's doing during the. Yeah, more from his point of view. Could from be. a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah, from a certain point of view. Uh, yeah, they said that uh, it will feature um, Hayden Christian. You know that they will be wearing their like live-action versions of their Clone Wars like armor and stuff from the television series. Which well, what else would they wear? Anakin's armor there, his little 
You said you like it or you don't? I want it. I'm gonna pull a. I'm gonna pull it off. I'm gonna lose, lose some weight, and that's what I'm going to conventions as. There you go. Nice. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, uh, Chad? You excited about seeing? Would you be excited for seeing live, like uh, live action recreations of scenes from the Clone Wars we've already seen? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. I I would just be interested to know how necessary it is. Um, it's probably just to catch people up to give some kind of backstory type thing for Kenobi with some of the thoughts they want him to have. Right. Um, I think I think it could be done well as long as it's not done a lot. I, I'm more interested in Kenobi now than I am on rehashing something I already know. Yeah, they uh, are also reporting that there was a casting call put out for um, eight-year-olds to play Luke and Leia. Yep, I heard about that one. So if we're going to be looking at what Leia is doing, um, I don't know, does does Obi-Wan go there, do you think? So he's not just on Tatooine the whole time. I think... What really is he up to? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I so how do you guys all feel about that? I would be totally fine with Obi Wan leaving Tatooine, especially. I think what we need to see is Obi Wan going on like a journey to uh, spiritually prepare for like being trained by Qui Gon to prepare for becoming a Force ghost. So with that, he needs to leave Tatooine. He needs to go and on like a spiritual journey. And it could even be like in the Clone Wars, we see some of this. We've heard some of like what Qui-Gon's journey was. Uh, he might have to face Anakin or face himself or face like the failure of maybe this is when he comes to realize that uh, through a vision or something that Anakin survived. Because... Yeah. In Legends, anyway, he was under the assumption, like when he dropped Luke off, he thought Vader was, he thought Anakin was dead. Yeah. So what do you think, Chad, Chad or T, Obi-Wan leaving Tatooine, you okay with that? Go for it, T. I'm like book that says that he and Vader had met up prior and he knew uh, I'm that no, now, but I us talking about it. I think that's always been like on the table. People are extrapolating that um, when Vader says in A New Hope, you know, uh, last time we met, I was learner. Now I am the master. Um, and Vader also also says like Obi Wan once thought as you do. So people are saying like maybe there was a meetup that we've not heard about yet. So potentially we could have some Anakin flashbacks, get some Vader point of view, have some Obi-Wan flashbacks, Obi-Wan point of view, and maybe a meetup between the two of them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I don't like the idea of a meetup. 
I don't like that. I'm I'm okay with um I mean we know that he knows pretty much that Anakin was Darth at that point. Um because I'm pretty sure that they address it in some form, maybe not directly, in Rebels when he attacks Darth Maul. Like Darth Maul pretty much just references like the whole Anakin Vader thing. Um and so that happens. I, I don't know how I feel about him going off the planet like and playing a part in Leia's life. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, It's just one of those things that they're going to have to, if they add that he did, then people will point out like, well, why did he never say in A New Hope, hey, this is your sister, because that would have been really convenient. And then they'll have to write like, 10 more books about why he didn't say that because you know <laughs> well um you know what so i just think that we that's know why he's he so salty about that you know why he didn't in the details we know why he didn't it, it's just we, we 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 keep trying to correct mistakes <laughs> anyway yes why didn't he they've already this? been they've already been corrected like just the way it was written you can extrapolate that uh, he says it right in return of the jedi that is why your sister's, you know, identity remains secret, secretly or, you know, safely anonymous or whatever, right? They, yeah. They're trying to keep them separate and not let them know because just like in Rebels, you know, they oh, have... Oh, but Obi-Wan does a shitty job of keeping them separate. Let's be honest. Uh, they're together. They're together. He could have said something. Well, I mean... He kept them separate the entire time when they would have been most vulnerable. Now they've come to age and it's time for them to act against it. But I guess they just don't want the two of them knowing so they couldn't reveal to each other. Or I mean, so exactly what happens couldn't happen earlier where Vader senses the truth and knows that he's got. So if he finds one, he's not going to, you know, try and turn the other one or go after the other one. Right. Because now his failure is complete. Or at least disappear. <laughs> right? Because isn't that what Vader says? That Obi-Wan's failure is complete after he finds all that out? So I guess Darth Vader agrees with you, Chad. Yeah. Obi-Wan's just a failure. <laughs> I mean, I think Obi-Wan has a lot of things that we'd have to like conveniently say was a different way anyway and we already have so let's just add more on let's just go for it i, I want to see chad's take on just, the kenobi series i'll probably love it if it's done yeah, if you were writing well. it like what direction would you go what would the series arc be yeah my i would just keep it right on the planet and be basically him trying to regain any kind of connection with the jedi um so whilst watching over luke yeah um, there is training that yoda alludes to at the end of episode three so you know that could play a part in it like roach said you know obi-wan going through the process of figuring out how to become a force ghost yeah and there's been comics so there was like i think it's like star wars number seven or eight or something was literally Luke like finding, was it a diary or something? Yeah. The journal or some note journal. Yeah. The journal. Yeah. 
And that had like some side quests and different things in it that you could take and easily make into a decent thing. I want to um, see Liam Neeson show up. I do too. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I mean, he should. He's teaching him how to do the Force Ghost thing. But I also want to know how you're going to make learning how to become a Force Ghost like in an, an exciting, accessible episode to people. Dude, you've watched The Clone Wars, right? Yeah, I just don't remember. Was there an episode on learning to become yes, a Force Ghost? Yes, season six, the lost, the lost missions or whatever with Yoda. When he goes and talks to the priestesses. He goes to Dagobah. Yes. That's, yes. That, and then okay. he has to face like his own dark side, like the dark side version of him. He comes in contact with the specter of Darth Bane. Yeah, that was super trippy. I, let's see live action version of that. Like he can just like go into the desert and have like a walkabout quest and encounter. Maybe that's where he sees all these flashbacks maybe he has to relive some stuff in the clone wars maybe that's as simple as it is is that where he learns the crate dragon call yes yes he encounters a crate dragon and he's got to learn how to uh how to call crate dragon calls my favorite version is the high pitch one (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think that one's old though they don't do that anymore no, now they do this really loud, like, echoey one. It's weird. It's McClunky, it's, it's, if it, you will. Yes, it's a little McClunky, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, man. I don't even know how old I was when I learned, like, what that whole thing was even supposed to be. Like, many of, well, <laughs> I watched... A New Hope a lot of times before I knew he was trying to do a crate dragon call to scare off the Tusken Raiders. It was always just confusing for me. He's just a crazy old man <laughs> shouting things. <laughs> yeah, that's the one now, which is, how the hell did he do that? That was the first, like the original. This is this is the new one. Yeah, I don't like it with the echoes. <laughs> no, I hate it. It's not realistic. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I loved all the other ones. Though. <laughs> we gotta listen to the rest again. The last one yeah! <laughs> I think my I think my one year old son was doing some crate dragon yells earlier when he was going Yeah, there you go. That is one of them sounded like step on a Lego. <laughs> that was the last one. <laughs> Those are all fantastic. Wow, what a what a video. I commend whoever made that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I know. I really liked that. I thought it was just going to be the real calls, and then no, it got awesome. Yeah. So, the, so the first two were real, and then there were three more or two more just stupid ones. Is that what happened? Yes. <laughs> That's great. All right, <laughs> moving like along. Um, yeah. So uh, they're saying that uh, Ahsoka. It's being reported that she transfers very well to live action and that she's going to be in Kenobi as well as the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, it would make sense if they're doing Clone Wars flashbacks. Speaking of Mandalorian, we haven't gotten a trailer for that yet. Mm, not that I no. know. And there's a big rumor today that and I, I don't believe this personally, but that, that Disney's making them like refilm a lot and re-edit a lot and change the trailer and everything. And I don't personally believe that um, just because there's nothing that would, we have no evidence of that besides one person saying that and that it didn't come out the weekend that we wanted so now people just kind of rush to blame Disney for things. Right. And it, it's probably Kathleen Kennedy made them start from scratch with season two and rewrite the whole thing. Um, I mean, that's not real, but I'm it just saying that. They couldn't even if they saying. wanted to with all the restrictions and stuff right now. Like, there's just, there's no way. No. Yeah, it, that's the thing. Like, even if you, like, re-edit it you could only use the footage you already have you can't go back to filming it and we know that this is filmed where restrictions are still in place unless they've changed that completely like their locations but they wouldn't because this is an expensive set um you can't just move that technology wherever you want um well and if i I remember yeah go ahead Sorry. sorry if i remember correctly the season two of Mandalorian was already being recorded before they ever ended. See, well, not like before season one was over on TV. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Season two of Mandalorian uh, wrapped filming before like COVID stuff hit the fan. Yeah. Yep. No, this is one of those people who has an inside source and they don't want to say too much because, you know, then that person could lose their job. But just trust me, it's not good. Who is it that's reporting this? Oh, some, I don't know, some website. It was on my, like, Google News feed. I don't, I didn't actually look at what it was. It wasn't anything like Variety or anything of actual, like, caliber. Yeah, unless it's coming from makingstarwars.net or somebody affiliated with them, I'm, I no buys. came from Tim Q's Twitter. It came from... <laughs> we got this covered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when T when T took over posting for the um the uh Talking Sith Facebook page, I gave him admin rights and he posts most of the stuff on there for us. What's the one rule I told you, T? Don't post anything from them. And what was the thing I did? The first thing he posts after that was he posts something from We Got This Cover and I'm like <laughs> Well, I, I, I told him that, and he's like, I've never heard of We Got This Covered. I'm like, oh, half the stuff you see on Facebook about Star Wars news is We Got This Covered just blowing smoke. 
And yeah, he posted something. I sent him a screenshot where it says like, we got this cover, you know, it's from, we got this covered. He's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) But I took it. Yeah. He took it down. (laughs) Um, the man, I can't remember what the name of their podcast is again. First order transmissions. No, it's, it's Kessel run transmissions now. Um, Part of the makingstarwars.net um, uh, family is saying that uh, there was a scene filmed with Ahsoka uh, with her with a blue lightsaber in a cantina battling two bounty hunters, and it could be just for um, an ad, just for a preview. It might not actually show up in the show. So that's. I don't know if that's something maybe related to what you're hearing or if that's been twisted into what you're hearing. Um, but man, we should be getting this trailer any day now. Like there's no reason to be holding it off. Then again, when did we get the Mandalorian trailer officially released last year? That celebration. But so okay, like so- April. They they, well, they premiered it at celebration, but then they released. held it. Then they held it from the public for months, because for yeah, months all we had was you're Boom right. Day. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Then it wasn't. It might have been around Labor Day ish, but I mean that was in November. Then to be fair. Okay. Let's see. Uh, yep. August 23rd, so right around this time. So we should yeah. be getting this yeah. trailer. A year and a week ago. And that was a month in advance. Now, to be fair, though, Mandalorian is the reason a lot of people got Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So I'm sure that they are fully aware of that, and they're just going to keep that in their pocket to throw whenever they want to throw it out. They'll throw it out, and they know people are going to come running no matter what. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like Disney, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, whoever in this era, they are not doing a very good job at marketing Star Wars. <laughs> just look at Han Solo's movie. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, Han Solo's, there's, there's a lot of people that, um, I, I heard that like public opinion, and that's like any Star Wars movie, right? Like you go back a few, like, five, ten years ago, and there was a lot of prequel hate where there's not as much now. Um, you know, Hayden Christensen is now more revered than he is despised in the fandom. Uh, people <laughs> want to see him reprise his role. Even, like, the stuff like, uh, you know, like the cringe-worthy lines, like, uh, I hate sand, it's rough, of course. It gets everywhere. It's everywhere. Now that's, like, people are taking, you know bottles of sand to celebration to get Hayden Christensen to sign. It's just like, it's become, we've, we've embraced it. It's become part of the fandom. Um, Sure. I mean, people, to be fair though, people take footballs to have Tommy Wiseau from the room (laughs) sign them. Yeah. That doesn't mean like, I was just going to say, it's almost like cult classic status. Now the prequels have. Yeah. Whereas like the original well, trilogy are just classics, the prequels are treated like cult classics. Like, okay, they eh, weren't as kinda. good. Like, you know, there's still a lot to love and they're and we like them. Like Empire Strikes Back was not as well received when it first came out as it is revered now. 
I mean, it has attained that status over decades and generations. And I don't think any of the prequel movies, for example, will ever attain the status Empire Strikes Back has. They're just never going to be never. the same. Well, no. I would say Revenge of the Sith would come the closest. Like I, So I talked to like some of my students, and they had absolutely no idea that anybody disliked the prequels. These are like uh, between the ages of like uh, 12 and 15, okay? They had no idea that like Star Wars fans in general have like, there was a difference between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. They had no idea that people thought that Hayden Christensen was a terrible Anakin. They're, they're just like oblivious to this now. To them, there's the only prejudice is against the, the sequel trilogy. Yeah, so maybe there'll be another trilogy and then people start to like the sequels. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I, just hold yeah. off. <laughs> just wait. My argument has been in 10 years, I think the sequels will be more revered than the prequels. And I think it's because there's more diversity and inclusion in the sequels. So as a result, it's more open. Like, there are a lot more girls that like Star Wars now than before. Like, well, that's just, a, if you look at the sales figures, that's just a fact. And they you know are who, attending conventions yep. and buying a lot more because of Ray, Not well, because well, all of a sudden they discovered Padme. Who, it's it's who Rey Who really blazed the path for that? Kathleen Kennedy. No, I'm thinking Ashley Eckstein. I'm thinking Ahsoka. I mean, she started her universe... Um, that whole line of merchandising and clothing and stuff for girls. And I mean, the same thing happened with her. You go back to 2008, 2009, when Clone Wars came out and everybody hated Ahsoka. There's actually a meme out right now that it's like Ahsoka talking to Ray. They're like, don't worry, people hate you right now, but you'll be a fan favorite in, in five or 10 years. And yep. I mean, she was. Everybody hated Ray. They hated the idea, or everybody hated Ahsoka. They hated the idea of Ahsoka when she first came out. And now everybody loves Ahsoka. Um, uh, unfortunately, most people don't like you to mess with their their timelines. And even with the prequels, Anakin didn't have her in there. So when they brought her out, it was, that's not following the timeline. Yeah, we kind of touched on that, uh, was it last week, Chad? Um, or was it the week before when I said that uh, we were talking about the Mandalorian and these TV series and stuff, and not everything needed to bow down before the Skywalker saga and yep. all these ancillary... Uh, ancillary. Um, I thought it was more crude than that. It was, but I edited that out, so... Yeah. Not gonna repeat it. <laughs> it oh, okay. <laughs> now Did you edit that? <laughs> oh, no. Right, there was like, everyone's gonna edit it. There was like three segments. There was like three <laughs> mentions of that. Uh, and I was like, uh, <laughs> trying to appeal to a broad audience. I'm gonna uh. <laughs> But yeah. uh I but yeah, so um but that's what I, that was my point. Like Ahsoka 
was not mentioned or she didn't exist in, you know, the, in the prequels. And now she's a major part of it. So she's just as ancillary as the Mandalorian. So she can come into the Mandalorian and play a big part. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, uh, speaking of Ahsoka, uh, her, you guys all know that I just bought my first Galaxy's Edge lightsaber. Um, ordered it mm-hmm. through Amazon. Well, ah- Ahsoka's Clone Wars lightsaber has come to Galaxy's Edge, and it's the first to change colors. So those of you that have watched all of the Clone Wars know that she starts off with uh, green lightsabers. And by the end of it, uh, they're, they're blue. Um, and her two lightsaber set, like her shorter like light saber i don't know what you would call it it's a shorter lightsaber and then a full-size lightsaber anyway it's a two-pack um not to be confused with her two-pack that's already at galaxy's edge of her white lightsabers from later in life um yep but uh, ashley Eckstein released a video of her at galaxy's edge receiving the lightsabers from doc gondar so pretty cool video ashley Eckstein continue to represent um which just reinforces your uh, your stance, Chad, about like Ahsoka is Ashley Eckstein to you. So, absolutely. But oh, man, so it'll be interesting to see Rosario Dawson. Not yet whole, totally confirmed, but from everything we're hearing, like I expect to get that confirmation in the trailer. When it- yeah, that is. Yeah, and I expect the trailer soon. Well, like, uh, didn't didn't the Mandalorian come out in November last year? Yep. So it's coming out a month earlier. Uh, yeah. So they should have already had it come out. Yeah. And the trailer's already later. Ah, man. Just, just saying, guys. Just you know, unless we it's were... out there and the four of us missed it. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's during a basketball game that zero people watched. Well, yeah, that was the rumor, right? That it was going to be during yep. one of the basketball. Uh, Star Wars Theory oh, that's had a really, That's really a rumor. I was just oh, yeah. uh, no, referencing really that like the NBA ratings are terrible right now. For some reason, nobody's watching. No, that's what they were saying was uh, it was supposed to drop during one of the NBA games like a week ago. <laughs> Maybe it did. Nobody saw it. <laughs> No, because I, was, I wasn't watching the NBA game, but I was watching some live streams from some podcasters and YouTubers that were just waiting for it to drop and nothing. Oh, so it's like that episode of South Park. <laughs> they keep watching Russell Crowe fighting around the world waiting for the trailer to drop. Yep. <laughs> yes. Awesome. All right, everybody. We are the Talking Sith. You can follow us across all social media platforms at the Talking Sith Podcast, at Sith Pod on Twitter. Email us at TalkingSithPod at gmail.com. Till next time, may the dark side be with you. Good. <laughs> Everything expressed in the podcast is the intellectual property of Talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property, we just like to talk about it.